0: Unless you've been living under a rock or have not had access to a TV, phone, or had contact with people, then you may not already know this, but there's a lot of jobs out there and it seems like nobody wants to apply for them. This is not a political episode and this is not a political podcast. I really could care less who you voted for or what side of the fence you're on. I'm in the business of helping to hire people and there's a million or so unemployed people right now and a lot of jobs available. So I have to press the question, What's the deal? And why are so many employers struggling to find talent? Hey everyone, my name is Jessica Fiesta George and I'm your host of Just Get Hired. This podcast is for job seekers, the underemployed and the underappreciated employee, but it's also for you business professionals who just want the 411 on how to do a job search, personal branding, how to network and so much more. If you're a manager or a business owner, it's been tough to stay open because you can't seem to get enough applications no matter what you do. You see the signs posted everywhere. There are so many now hiring signs. Companies are doing sign-on bonuses, doing interviews on the spot. Companies are even going out and doing daily pay, offering free benefits, free lunch and transportation just so you can get your butt to and from work. Employers are doing everything they can to attract talent. Well, this episode, I was going to share a lot of ideas that I've had to utilize recently and what some businesses are doing to help with this hiring crisis, but I'm going to do that in my next episode, so make sure you stay tuned. I think it's important, though, to start the conversation to understand how we got here in the first place. So this episode is what I titled COVID Career Crunch. Basically, let's have a quick conversation on how we got here in the first place. In my next episode, like I said, I'm gonna break it down on ideas on how to find talent. It's what I call recruiting 101. We have to get back to the basics, but we also have to start thinking creatively. For the past 15 years, I have been in and out of talent acquisition. And as the head of talent acquisition for many mid-sized corporations, I have always been focused on how to hire in scale and how to hire hourly workers. This is the first time in my career, I feel like I have thrown every trick in the book and nothing seems to grab hold. I'm gonna share a few ideas and if you're a business owner or a hiring manager, let's continue this conversation online. Make sure you connect with me on my website, justgethired.com, and then find me on my LinkedIn and Instagram page and tell me what has your company been doing to attract candidates and hire employees. If you have been to your favorite restaurant lately, you may have observed a few things like a smaller menu and limited hours of operation. You might have also noticed that your favorite food establishment is getting a little chintzy when it comes to all of that free ketchup and other condiments they used to have on the table for you. If I have to hear the excuse, well, we had to cut back because of COVID. One more time, ugh! I swear. Okay. I know it's been tough for businesses. For example, my daughter and I, we went to our favorite sushi restaurant for lunch, and we noticed that the parking lot was a little light. We thought it was strange because this was a popular spot on the weekends, but also not unusual because a lot of people are doing food delivery or takeout orders ever since the pandemic. There were a few puzzled people who also pulled into the parking lot right behind us and asked us, hey, is this place even open? And we thought it was until we saw the huge sign on the door that said closed for lunch until further notice due to lack of staff. And then of course she saw the now hiring sign. This is just really, really sad. This was one of many signs I continued to see throughout the city this week. And then as I turned on the news, every major news organization had a small business owner or restaurant manager telling their tales of how hard it was to get people to apply. And they had to cut hours or close altogether. I remember over a year or so before this whole pandemic began, we had a lot of jobs and not enough people to fill them. Well, fast forward, here we are the middle of 2021 and we have more jobs than ever before and more unemployed people than in years past, yet nobody wants to work. So can someone please explain to me how this even makes sense? I know I said I'm not getting political, so I'll stress one more time. I'm not going to point fingers. I'm not leaning on one side or the other, but how the hell do we get to this point? Now, for those of you who don't know my story, go back to the first episode where I did my little introduction, but I was placed on furlough for eight months, so I was unemployed during the height of this pandemic in March of 2020. So yes, I collected unemployment and yeah, I took that $275 a week that Florida gives out, which I will say, by the way, is the one of the lowest unemployment benefits in the nation. And then at the time they finally passed what they called the CARES Act and that gave a weekly bonus if you will of 600 extra dollars. So if we do the math, $275 a week plus $600 a week times 4 weeks, that's $3500 in unemployment benefits. Granted, this was much less than I was bringing home and probably what most Americans would bring home pre-pandemic, but Definitely enough to feed yourself and your family and pay for the very, very basics. Not all states are created equal when it comes to unemployment benefits. Like I said, Florida is one of the lowest in unemployment, but Florida ties Alabama and Tennessee, which also pay $275 a week. There are states like Iowa, Idaho, California, and Arkansas that pay in upwards of $450 a week just in unemployment benefits. So if you add in that extra $600 layer, then you can probably see why people got a little too comfortable just sitting around collecting unemployment. And then let's not forget to mention the fact that there were a few rounds of stimulus money being thrown out there. Now, what is the CARES Act? You can Google this, but I'll share it here with you. The CARES Act stood for the Coronavirus Aid, Relief and Economic Securities Act, which was meant to help and trust me, for so many of us Americans who were left at home, it did. The unemployment benefit is now reduced to $300 a week and some states are now eliminating that, but I think you can see that a lot of people learned to live within their means while they were unemployment, and there's no incentive for them to get back to work. Now, I mentioned the sushi restaurant. My daughter still did not understand why the sushi restaurant had trouble hiring because it was a popular place to eat. So I broke it down for her. Basically, in Florida, if you make less than $20 an hour, you are still collecting unemployment, then... Really, there is no rush for you to get back to work because our state's minimum wage went from $8.56 an hour to $8.65 an hour on January 1st, 2021. And then for restaurant workers who rely on tips, minimum wage went to $5.63 an hour plus your tips. With so many people eating out and taking food orders and delivery, people are scared to go back inside. It meant that there was this fear that there might not even be enough customers who would make it back into a restaurant for you to make tips to even knock your pay up to that $20 an hour or so threshold. When I was watching the news, there was one lady in Ohio that really, really stood out to me and you probably saw this, but there was a lady that was featured on the news who came out of retirement just to help out her favorite restaurant. And this lady was 81 years old. She went back to work because she was a regular at her favorite restaurant and discovered that they were shutting down the dining room because they did not have enough staff to cover the walk-in traffic. So she showed up for open interviews and they tried to turn her away. But when she explained that she was there to work, they immediately hired her. So I have to ask this question. What has happened to this type of work ethic? Now, when I think of work ethic, my mom is another example of the epitome of work ethic during the later part of her work career she was a surgical nurse and she had dreams of opening up her own convenience store and having her own business so she and a few friends and a few partners got together and they opened one up they were successful and then eventually opened up two. but through time friendships change businesses change and then she was left to decide what to do so she decided to keep one of the stores open and working it by herself well She and my uncle took turns opening the store and my mom opened her store around six or seven in the morning, went to the hospital and doctor's office to work her normal shift while my uncle tended to the store. And when she got off work, she would go back, work in the store until it was time to close. And she did this over and over and over again. Hardly took any weekends off for I think about 10 years. And don't misunderstand, she did put all of us to work too didn't matter if we had a job or what we were doing at the time, we had to chip in. But I will tell you that that work ethic continues to grow with me and it's always why I feel like I have a side hustle. My mom's retired now and although she has been toying with the idea of maybe she she should go back to work, she really just wants to do something to help out the community. So I have to ask again, where is this type of work ethic? I have seen and I hear of so many stories of people that don't show up to interviews or even their first day than people who are actually trying to go out there and make an honest living. Maybe we can actually learn from the boomers and post-war generation. Those days were rationing food, never turning down a penny, and living within our means was what they had to do to survive. And they had diseases like polio, smallpox, different versions of the H1N2 virus, and who knows what else they had to deal with. But you know what? They turned out okay. So this leads me to a market that many employers probably should be looking at, and part of the discussion that we'll add to the toolbox on how to help find candidates. Should we be targeting those that are 65 and older for some of our part-time hourly positions? If your answer is no, I think you're missing out on an entire population that was built to work, doesn't mind the work, and open to the thought of picking up some extra money. So many companies are scrambling to find talent, and most states are starting to lift restrictions and stores are finally starting to open. People have been so tired of being cooped up in their house, they're ready just to get out there and spend some money. The only problem is nobody wants to work. I mean, who's gonna be ringing you up at the registers when you check out? Who's gonna be cooking your food? Who's gonna deliver your meals? The pandemic taught most Americans to work from home and they just got used to not being around people that they refuse to get back into the office. People have been sitting on all of the stimulus money and all of this unemployment benefits and they're ready to spend it, yet they find out that lots of their stores have closed and prices have increased. So what are companies doing to attract employees? How are you winning the war on talent? Well, I wish there was a magic solution, but there are many ways and we can help each other. In my most recent job, I was put in charge of a project where we had to hire 1200 employees in 30 days for the food industry. We also had to hire thousands of temperature screeners for various hospitals and sporting venues. Now this type of volume wouldn't have been so hard over a year ago when people would show up for a job fair, but now people don't even answer advertisements. Nobody even shows up for an interview. And if they do, they get hired and then they don't even show up for their first day. So how do we attract more people? If you're a small business owner, you probably don't have the luxury of having a huge HR department, much less having a recruiter. You're probably wearing multiple hats. You're serving as the HR manager, the general manager, the recruiter, the marketing department, probably the accounting department all rolled up into one. Well, as I teased earlier, I'm going to go into detail in my next episode on tips and tricks and best practices many companies are doing to attract and hire. But if you can't wait, here's a preview. So you guys have heard of job boards like Indeed and Glassdoor, but have you thought of niche websites and maybe joining different organizations? What about your former college or university, or maybe even your high school? Have you thought of tapping into those resources? And then, when I mention Recruiting 101, getting back to the basics, good old fashioned grassroots marketing. For those of you old enough to remember, do you remember the days of posting on bulletin boards at your laundromat, your church, or even a coffee shop? Not all businesses can afford to give a sign-on bonus, but if you can, are you? Newspapers, I know, are not much of a thing these days, but, you know, it might be worth putting a few pennies into an ad and then taking a look at what your company's social media strategy is. These are just a few things many companies are doing, and it's slowly starting to work. Unemployment benefits in many states are now ending. And who knows, by the time you listen to this podcast, things might be just a little bit different. But I do want to hear from all of you. What are some other ideas that you have tried? You can email me at justgethired at gmail.com or find me on my LinkedIn or Instagram page. And if you're open to being a guest, I'd love to welcome you on an upcoming episode. And then you, if you're not working right now and you're listening to the show, How many now hiring signs do you see on a daily basis? And why aren't you working? I'd also love to hear from you too. Now, when this pandemic began, many companies had to halt business or slow down production. Companies were in that hiring and layoff mode because that's what they had to do to survive. But now that we're reopening, it's hard to get people to get back to work, not because of a lack of openings, but because in essence, it's been better for many people just to stay home and collect unemployment benefits. Schools and daycare centers were closed, so parents were forced to stay at home to take care of their kids. The US job openings continue to surge and many companies are still struggling. So the next time that you go to your favorite restaurant and you find out that the doors are closed, those goods and services that you once had the luxury of just going to the store and getting, do you guys remember the toilet paper shortage of 2020? While things are starting to get hard to get because there are no more factory workers, there's a lack of truck drivers to deliver your goods. And then you might wanna think again about walking past some of those now hiring signs. I wanna thank you guys for listening and remember, tune in to my next episode. We're gonna take a closer look at ideas to help and attract talent. My name is Jessica Fiesta George. What do you wanna talk about next? I'll see you in my next episode.